Welcome to the Weight Loss for South Asian Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello ladies, welcome to episode 21. So as a lot of you may know, the number 21 is quite important to me because I was born on the 21st, so was my husband, my brother was born on the 21st and a lot of other important people in my life. So for episode 21, I wanted to bring an episode that was quite close to my heart. I wanted to talk about something on my journey that has really helped with my weight loss and not just my weight loss but my entire experience of my life and this was how to stop my internal bully. So it was stop bullying day earlier this week and I wanted to offer my take on this and that was how to stop your internal bully and how to stand up to her and how this relates to weight gain is that Weight gain is not as much about just the food that you're eating. So think about it this way. Say you planned a large salad with beans and feta cheese for lunch. And say you ate that, but you also gave into an urge and ate some chocolate that was not planned. The chocolate on its own wouldn't cause the weight gain. But it's how you treat yourself after you've gone off protocol. Because if you think about it, if you just ate the few pieces of chocolate and then decided, I'm just going to go back on protocol, it doesn't mean anything, it's fine, I'll just carry on, then it's very unlikely that that will cause permanent weight gain. In fact, it definitely won't cause permanent weight gain. But if you didn't plan the chocolate and you ate the chocolate, and then you treat yourself as if you have failed and you criticize yourself and you judge yourself then because you're feeling those negative emotions, you're more likely to then want to overeat to numb those emotions out. So I want you to ask yourself, do you treat yourself badly? Are you harsh on yourself? Do you criticize yourself? And if you're anything like me, you do all of those things. One of my main things that I worked on in coaching and that I continue to work on is calming down my own internal bully. And it's really ironic because I'm so, so kind to everyone else. But to myself, especially when I started, I was so harsh, so mean and critical. And for so long, I didn't even attempt to lose weight because then I didn't even have to try And so I didn't have to face my internal bully. So I'll give you an example. During my pregnancy, I kept telling myself that I was eating for my baby and that my baby needed it. But truthfully, I mean, being a doctor, I knew that I was kidding myself. And eating was actually because I wanted it and I was using my baby as an excuse. And I'm not saying to lose weight during pregnancy or anything like that, but what I'm saying is I didn't even want to eat mindfully during that time because I wanted to 
avoid my internal bully talking badly to me. Because if I had said to myself, I'm going to eat mindfully, and then I hadn't stuck to it, then the criticism and the way I would have treated myself would have been something that I didn't like. So I didn't want to even face that. So even when I was breastfeeding, I wasn't paying much attention to my hunger or thinking about eating mindfully because yet again, I kept telling myself that my baby needed it. But in all honesty, I knew that my babies were well fed and that I didn't actually want to be mindful of my food because then I'd risk failing and then my internal bully would be really harsh. So when I treated myself badly, when I had thought that I'd failed, I became scared of failure. And one thing that I learned early on in my journey was that in weight loss, you fail your way to success. There are hundreds, if not thousands of failures along the journey, but it's how you think of the failure. It's how you interpret the failure. And I had to normalize failure very early on. And this was really hard initially as my internal bully would have had a field day and would constantly bombard me with why I was useless, et cetera, et cetera. So another thing that actually helped me normalize failure was going on the journey of entrepreneurship because it's very different from working for someone and having a steady income and working certain hours and knowing my exact roles. As an entrepreneur, I had to wear many hats uh, that I hadn't worn before. Marketing, customer service, stuff that I'd never done before. So I had to learn how to talk to my internal bully who would be really rude to me. I had to speak up to her. And think about it. What do bullies thrive on in the playground at school? Why do bullies bully certain people? It's because they thrive on their silence. So when you're silent, they'll keep coming back because they feel like they've won. So this is why I tell Vivan, my son, that when anything happens, there's this one child at school who often says things to him like, I don't want to play with you today. I'll decide if I want to play with you tomorrow. And bless Vivan, he would often come back and tell us when he came home and we would try and make him understand that it's okay to speak up to that child. Now, it may not be bullying, but this has happened on on a few occasions. And so we were trying to encourage him to actually speak up to that child because when he didn't speak up, that child kept doing it again and again. And so when we actually told him to speak up to that child, then that child doesn't speak to him like that as much anymore. So the same thing with me. When I stayed silent against my inner bully, I was strengthening her. So initially it's really hard to speak back, but the more I did it, the easier it became. And it's like learning any new skill. It's hard in the beginning, but then it gets much easier. So this is the skill that will really help with weight loss, changing that internal dialogue. And instead of believing every thought that your primitive brain offers, questioning some of it and deciding to think differently. So some of the thoughts that used to come up were, you're such a failure. 
Why can't you just stick to it? What's wrong with you? And I'm sure that a lot of you have very similar thoughts too. But remember, a thought is just a sentence in your brain. And we have 60,000 thoughts a day. And not all of them are true. We get to choose whether they're true or not. So when my brain offered me those thoughts, I would reply to it. I would talk back to it. And I would say, I'm not a failure because of X, Y, and Z. I've actually stuck to my protocol 90% of the time this week. So actually, if you think about it, I'm a huge success. So this way, I was allowing my primitive brain to offer me all of these thoughts. Because at the end of the day, my primitive brain, or your brain as well, is wired to offer me these thoughts. Because remember, the primitive brain wants us to do one of three things. It wants us to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and stay how we are. And it's the staying how we are bit that these thoughts are offered from. Your primitive brain thinks that when you stay how you are, is keeping you safe. And so when it offers you these thoughts of you're a failure, you shouldn't, you should stop doing this, this diet thing or this protocol, then it enables you to stay exactly how you are. Because your primitive brain thinks that any change that is about to happen is threatening your survival. So we are all wired to avoid at any cost any changes in our life. So it's just your primitive brain trying to protect you on this journey. So when it offers you these thoughts, you get to choose whether you want to believe them or not. And so far you have been believing them, which is why you've not been successful on that weight loss journey, or you've been partially successful and haven't been able to get down to your goal weight yet. And that is not a problem. It's because you just haven't learned the skill yet. You haven't learned the skill of learning to talk to your primitive brain and offering a different point of view. How else could you interpret the situation? You could interpret the situation as, yep, I ate what was on my protocol and I had three pieces of chocolate. And you could interpret it as, it's no big deal. All that happened is that I ate chocolate and I'll get right back on protocol. And when I thought that, I felt quite accepting of myself. When I felt accepting, I went straight back on protocol and I didn't make it a big deal. And when I was accepting of myself, I was able to speak back to that internal bully. I was able to decide that everything that my brain offers is not the truth. I get to respond to my brain as well as choose the thoughts that I want to think about myself intentionally. So I want you to think in what areas of your weight loss journey do you allow your internal bully to take over? And this may show up as you starting something and then stopping because the way you treat yourself is so harsh. Or it may show up as not starting it at all because you're fearing what your internal bully will say to you if you interpret it as failing. So that is basically failing ahead of time because you're not taking the action to actually give it a go. 
So what I would do in that instance is change the way I think about failure. Change the way I decide to treat myself if I fail. And as I said, the weight loss journey is all about failure. You're going to fail hundreds of times on the journey. But when you're thinking of the failure as this is the end, I failed, I'm not going to be able to ever lose weight, then that's the result you're going to create for yourself. Whereas when you look at failing on the journey as I'm either winning or I'm learning, and this is a learning opportunity that will allow me to actually move closer to my goal, then that's what you will do. I look at every time I eat off protocol as me learning more about myself. And even as a weight loss coach, I'm human. And sometimes I do eat off protocol. And I have decided to ditch the perfectionism that I had and decide to think of myself as human. And I learned about this 80-20 rule recently. And I can't remember where I heard it, but if I remember, then I will put it in the show notes. But it was from someone who said that when you establish a new habit, then you are doing that 80% of the time. And 20% of the time, you're still not going to be doing that. And that is okay. So when you are expecting yourself to follow the protocol 100% of the time, that's quite unrealistic because it's unlikely that you're going to be able to do that. But if you're following it 80% or more and deciding that when you go off protocol that that's actually expected and that's okay and learn how to treat yourself with that love and kindness and when your internal bully speaks out and says, there you go again, you're not going to be able to get down to goal weight, you always self-sabotage yourself, you'll never get there then you can respond back to that internal bully and say, well, actually, I will get there. And me eating off protocol isn't really a big deal. It's all part of the process. And how I treat myself is more important. So I choose to treat myself kindly. And I choose to believe what I want to believe. And that is, I will get there no matter what. So how does your internal bully talk to you? What does she say to you? How does she react when you speak back to her? This will be something to really pay attention to on this journey. Initially, it will be very difficult, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. So certain questions that you can ask yourself are, what's another way of interpreting this? How can I interpret this in a way that's actually going to get me closer to my goal? If I was explaining the story to a loved one, so my spouse or my best friend, how would they respond to me? And all of these would really help you to respond that way to yourself. I know if I'd said to my husband that I ate some chocolate off protocol, he would say something along the lines of, yeah, but you haven't eaten chocolate or protocol in like two months or so, so it's no big deal. You just get back on protocol. It's fine. So I can choose to adopt that way of thinking for myself. So if it's hard for you to come up with those thoughts in response to that internal bully, you can think of it as, what would a loved one say to me? What would my best friend say to me? What would my spouse say to me? What would my mum say to me? 
anyone who you can confide in and you know that they will support you fully on your journey and think about how they would respond to you. Okay, lovely ladies, that is what we have for today. If you are interested in joining the next group coaching program, it starts in January and I have a waiting list on the website. So if you'd like to join the waiting list, I am enrolling in December and I look forward to having you in the group. So you can go to www.amruticoaching.com and go to the work with me tab and add yourself to the waiting list. I look forward to speaking to you next week, ladies. Take care. Bye-bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.